Hello, thank you for joining me for Scripture Daily. Today we start a new book. We're starting the Book of Numbers and we will be on the Book of Numbers for 36 days. And just some updating on what we're doing here on Scripture Daily is we are available at current time on Anchor Podcasts and I just wanted to let you know that pretty soon we'll be moving off of Anchor Podcasts but we will still be remaining on available on Apple Podcasts. So soon there will be also a website to come. I'm not sure exactly the time frame for that but it is coming eventually and so I just wanted to update you on those few little changes and I just want to say along with those changes I want to say thank you so much for being a subscriber. You are so welcome to be here reading chapter by chapter through the Bible. All right so as for the book of Numbers I have some introductions. So the first one is Dr. J. Vernon McGee's notes for the book of Numbers and I'm going to start on that right away. After that we're going to go through a couple of um, inter small brief introductions in a couple of Bibles that I have and then we will read on to Numbers chapter 1 for today. So Dr. J. Vernon McGee says about the book of Numbers, it is called Arithmoi in the Septuagint meaning arithmetic. The writer was Moses. Theme, Pilgrim's Progress, Walking, Wandering, Working, Warring, witnessing and worshipping. It is a handbook for pilgrims. Chart and compass come from thee. It is a roadmap for the wilderness of this world. For whatever things were written in earlier times were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Romans 15 verse 4. Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the ages are come. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 11. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Hebrews 11:13. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. 1 Peter 2 verse 11. I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but that thou shouldst keep them from the evil. John 17 verses 14 and 15. Forward March. In the book of Numbers we see the children of Israel depart from Mount Sinai and march to Kadesh Barnea. At Kadesh Barnea an attitude of unbelief is crystallized into actual disobedience. The light is focused on faith and they failed. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Hebrews 3:19. After Kadesh Barnea, they began to wander until that entire generation died in the wilderness. Two notable exceptions were Joshua and Caleb. The years of wandering were a veritable saga of suffering, a trek of tragedy, and a story of straying. 
Numbers gets its name from the two censuses recorded in chapters 1 and 26. C. H. McIntosh called it a divine history of the wanderings of the Israelites in the wilderness for about 38 years and 10 months, commencing with the first movement of the camp after the tabernacle was reared. Key passage is Numbers 14 verses 29 through 31. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all who were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from twenty years old and upward, who have murmured against me, doubtless you shall not come into the land concerning which I swore to make you dwell therein, except Caleb the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua the son of Nun. But your little ones, whom you said should be a prey, them I will bring in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. These verses outline the experiences of the children of Israel during the time of wandering until the new generation came to the east bank of Jordan in the land of Moab. Comment. It was 150 to 200 miles from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, a journey in that time of 11 days. Deuteronomy 1 verse 2. They spent 30 days at Kibroth. That means they spent 40 years on a journey that should have taken 40 days. At Kadesh Barnea, walking was turned to wandering. They did not advance an inch after Kadesh Barnea. At the end of wanderings, they came back to the same place. Numbers 20 verse 1. That their number was decimated is seen by a comparison of the two censuses. 630,550 fighting men, Numbers 146. 601,730 fighting men, Numbers 2651. 1,820 loss. They were told to be fruitful and multiply. The census in the first chapter furnishes a yardstick by which a total figure can be estimated. Dr. Melvin Grove Kyle gave to his students this approximation, which he considered a conservative figure. 600,000 fighting men, Numbers 1 verse 46, 400,000 women, 200,000 older men, 800,000 children, 100,000 mixed multitude, 2,100,000 total, tribe of Levi not included from Egypt to Mount Sinai. The first 10 chapters deal with the order of the camp. Israel was not a mob crossing the desert. Every man had to know who he was and where he belonged in the camp. From Mount Sinai onward, the tabernacle was the center of the camp and the 12 tribes were arranged according to the situation of the tabernacle. They marched according to their position. The tribe of Levi was directly around the tabernacle according to their families. The 40 years of wandering and the unbelief at Kadesh Barnea are not recorded in the faith chapter of Hebrews, chapter 11. The record of their unbelief is recorded in Hebrews 3, verses 7 through 19. This is the doubting chapter. The years of wandering were not exactly wasted. God taught them many precious lessons during this period, among them 
Number one, the rebellion of Korah led to the confirmation of the priesthood of Aaron by the budding of the almond rod. This has become a picture of the priesthood of Christ, which is based on his resurrection. Number two, the offering of the red heifer in chapter 19 sets forth the method God uses to keep believers clean. Chapters 16 through 19 all have to do with the priesthood. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sin. 1 John 1 verse 7 Number 3. The constant complaining of the people led to the judgment by serpents and the provision of the serpent of brass as the remedy. This teaches us that Christ was made sin for us. Numbers 22 through 25 give us the account of Balaam, one of the bad men of the Bible, a rogue of revelation, a scoundrel of scripture, a villain of the volume. He was a strange character. He was a heathen prophet with magical powers. Numbers 22 verse 6. He is specifically labeled a soothsayer. Joshua 13 verse 22. He received the rewards of divination. Numbers 22 verse 7. He confessed that he used these methods. Numbers 23 verse 23. He gave four of the most remarkable prophecies in the scriptures regarding Israel. The first prophecy is seen in Numbers 23 verses 8 through 10. The second Numbers 23, verses 20 through 24. The third prophecy, Numbers 24, verses 5 through 9. And the fourth prophecy, Numbers 24, verses 17 through 24. This is a source from which the wise men could have known about the star. Balaam had some knowledge of God, and God used him. Numbers 22, verses 9, 20, 22 and 31. He is a strange anomaly. The scriptures have a great deal to say about him. See Numbers 31 verse 16, Deuteronomy 23 verses 4 and 5, Joshua 13 verse 22, Joshua 24 verse 9 and 10, Nehemiah 13 verse 2, Micah 6 verse 5, 2 Peter 2:15. Jude 11, and Revelation 2.14. Every preacher of any consequence has preached on Balaam. Here are a few observations from some of these men. Bishop Butler, self-deception. Balaam persuaded himself that his sin could be brought into rules of conscience and revelation. Cardinal Newman, the dark shadow cast over a noble course by standing always on the ladder of advancement and by the suspense of a worldly ambition never satisfied. Charles Spurgeon says, double-minded man, he could see the right and yet his lower nature turned him from it. B. H. Carroll said, he had but one real mind, greed and power, religion, a stalking horse. Scripture distinguishes between the way of Balaam, the error of Balaam, and the doctrine of Balaam. The way of Balaam, 2 Peter 2.15, was that he prostituted his gift for gain. He was covetous. He commercialized his office. 
The error of Balaam, Jude 11, was that he concluded a righteous God must curse Israel. He was unaware of the grace of God revealed in God's redemption of Israel out of Egypt. In Revelation 2.14, the doctrine of Balaam was his counsel to Balak. Finding that he could not curse Israel, he showed Balak how to break down the wall of separation by marriage with women of Moab, Numbers 31, verses 15 and 16. At chapter 26, the new generation has come of age. The generation that came out of Egypt has died in the wilderness. Preparation is made for entering the promised land. And that is Dr. J. Vernon McGee's introduction notes for Numbers. So Numbers in my King James Version Bible, the introduction says this. Numbers is the book of wanderings. It takes its name from the two numberings of the Israelites, the first at Mount Sinai and the second on the plains of Moab. Most of the book, however, describes Israel's experiences as they wander in the wilderness. The lesson of Numbers is clear. While it may be necessary to pass through wilderness experiences, one does not have to live there. For Israel, an 11-day journey became a 40-year agony. The title of Numbers comes from the first word in the Hebrew text, Wei Yadaber, and he said, Jewish writings, however, usually refer to it by the fifth Hebrew word in 1 verse 1, Bemidbar, in the wilderness, which more nearly indicates the content of the book. The Greek title in the Septuagint is Arithmoi, Numbers. The Latin Vulgate followed this title and translated it Liber Numeri, Book of Numbers. These titles are based on the two numberings, the generation of Exodus in Numbers 1 and the generation that grew up in the wilderness and conquered Canaan, Numbers 26. Numbers has also been called the Book of Journeyings, the Book of the Murmurings, and the Fourth Book of Moses. And in the New Living Translation version that I have, the Book of Numbers introduction says this, The author is Moses according to tradition. Date written 1450 to 1410 BC. Content. The discontented whining of a young child can be difficult to ignore. Likewise, the childlike whining of the Israelites in the wilderness characterizes the book of Numbers. This book picks up where Exodus leaves off, with the Israelites camped at the base of Mount Sinai. From here, the Israelites journeyed to the wilderness of Paran, south of the Promised Land. Scouts were sent to explore the Promised Land and give a report on its inhabitants. When they returned to the camp, their report was not favorable. The people began to doubt God's ability to give them their inheritance, and they complained against him. Because of their sin, God condemned them to wander in the wilderness until the generation of complainers died off and a new generation took their place. Forty years later, they slowly made their way back to Canaan, this time ready to obey God's commands. 
After winning some important battles east of the Jordan River, the Israelites prepared to enter the heart of the promised land they had waited so long to see. Numbers chapter 1 And the Lord said to Moses in the wasteland of Sinai, in the tent of meeting on the first day of the second month in the second year after they came out of the land of Egypt, Take the full number of the children of Israel by their families and by their fathers' houses, every male by name, all those of twenty years old and over who are able to go to war in Israel are to be numbered by you and Aaron, and to give you help, take one man from every tribe, the head of his father's house. These are the names of those who are to be your helpers, from Reuben, Eliezer, the son of Shidur, from Simeon, Shalumiel, the son of Zeroshaddai, from Judah, Nashon, the son of Amminadab, from Issachar, Nethanel, the son of Zuar, from Zebulun, Eliab, the son of Helon, of the children of Joseph, from Ephraim, Elishama, the son of Amahud, from Manasseh, Gamaliel, the son of Pedazur, from Benjamin, Abedin, the son of Gideoni, from Dan, Ahiazer, the son of Amai Shaddai, from Asher, Pagiel, the son of Ochran, from Gad, Eliasaph, the son of Reuel, from Naphtali, Ahira, the son of Enan. These are the men named out of all the people, chiefs of their fathers' houses, heads of the tribes of Israel. And Moses and Aaron took these men marked out by name, and they got together all the people on the first day of the second month, and everyone made clear his family and his father's house by the number of the names from twenty years old and over. As the Lord had given orders to Moses, so they were numbered by him in the waste place of Sinai. The generations of the sons of Reuben the oldest son of Israel, were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of twenty years old and over who was able to go to war. Forty-six thousand five hundred of the tribe of Reuben were numbered. The generations of the sons of Simeon were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of twenty years old and over who was able to go to war. Fifty-nine thousand three hundred of the tribe of Simeon were numbered. The generations of the sons of Gad were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of twenty years old and over who was able to go to war. Forty-five thousand six hundred and fifty of the tribe of Gad were numbered. The generations of the sons of Judah were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of twenty years old and over who was able to go to war. Seventy-four thousand six hundred of the tribe of Judah were numbered. The generations of the sons of Issachar were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of twenty years old and over who was able to go to war. Fifty-four thousand four hundred of the tribe of Issachar were numbered. The generations of the sons of Zebulun were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of twenty years old and over who was able to go to war. Fifty-seven thousand four hundred of the tribe of Zebulun were numbered. The generations of the sons of Joseph were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of twenty years old and over who was able to go to war. 
40,500 of the tribe of Ephraim were numbered. The generations of the sons of Manasseh were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of 20 years old and over who was able to go to war. 32,200 of the tribe of Manasseh were numbered. The generations of the sons of Benjamin were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of 20 years old and over who was able to go to war. 35,400 of the tribe of Benjamin were numbered. The generations of the sons of Dan were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of 20 years old and over who was able to go to war. 62,700 of the tribe of Dan were numbered. The generations of the sons of Asher were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of 20 years old and over who was able to go to war. 41,500 of the tribe of Asher were numbered. The generations of the sons of Naphtali were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of 20 years old and over who was able to go to war. 53,400 of the tribe of Naphtali were numbered. These are they who were numbered by Moses and Aaron and by the twelve chiefs of Israel, one from every tribe. So all those who were numbered of the children of Israel by their families, all those of twenty years old and over who were able to go to war, were six hundred and three thousand five hundred and fifty. But the Levites of the tribe of their fathers were not numbered among them. For the Lord said to Moses, Only the tribe of Levi is not to be numbered among the children of Israel. But to them you are to give the care of the tent of meeting with its vessels and everything in it. They are to take up the tent and be responsible for everything to do with it, and put up their tents round it. And when the tent of meeting goes forward, the Levites are to take it down. And when it is to be put up, they are to do it. Any strange person who comes near it is to be put to death. The children of Israel are to put up their tents, every man in his tent circle round his flag. But the tents of the Levites are to be round the tent of meeting, so that wrath may not come on the children of Israel. The tent of meeting is to be in the care of the Levites. So the children of Israel did as the Lord had given orders to Moses. And that is the end of Numbers chapter 1. Thank you for being here. If you are viewing this on IGTV, um, part of the introductions are going to be, and perhaps all of the introductions might even be cut off depending on the length of the video, because as you know, IGT videos can only be 15 minutes long. However, if you are viewing this on YouTube or you're listening to this through Apple Podcasts or elsewhere, um, you are receiving today the entire recording. So with this, I'm going to leave you. I hope to see you tomorrow for Numbers Chapter 2. God bless you.